At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. Real quick before we start the show, I just wanted to let you guys know you can get the show two days early by joining our Patreon. Even for a buck, you can listen to the show two days early. Go to patreon.com slash analog talk and we got a bunch of stuff over there. Check it out and uh, yeah, enjoy the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Analog Talk, a film photography podcast. I'm your host, Tim. I'm Chris. And today on the show, we're welcoming back Joan Michelle. Hey, Joan. Hi, Joan. Hey, guys. Thanks for coming back on the show. We're excited to hear about all your exciting news and updates. No, I'm like so ready to be back <laughs> and talk to you guys. Can Before we get into all the new exciting stuff, can you just give our listeners a, who may not know you a background on who you are and how you got started? So if you guys don't know me, I'm a photographer, filmmaker based out in New Jersey. I also have a YouTube channel that focuses on fo- uh, film photography and pretty much Besides that, I also direct short films, music videos, you name it. And if you haven't checked out any of that or listened to my previous interview here on Analog (laughs) Talk, you should go check it out. Yeah, I love your YouTube channel, man. It's so much fun. When I saw your comment, Tim, I was like, (laughs) oh, no. Yeah. yeah, you've really been been killing it. You know, we, sure. you and I have had had talks in the past about especially women on YouTube. And I just want to say, like, every time I see a video pop up by you, I'm just like, she's doing it. She's doing the thing and she's representing, you know, the women. And I just really think it's it's awesome. Can you talk about the new series that you do? Because that's really freaking cool. Uh, is it creative talk? Yeah. I mean, creative yeah, talk, yeah. creative juice. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I just like combine analog talk. <laughs> <laughs> Well, see, this is where uh, it kind of gets confusing because, like, there is a a focus on, like, the previous episode, how it correlates with we we touch base on female photographers Mm -hmm. and representation. And obviously, back then, we did not know there was a pandemic that's about to happen. Right. So just to highlight on female photographers, pretty much it makes me so proud to be one of them, but also be in a community of, with other women who I'm friends with now. They're not just YouTubers. They're right. friends that I DM on the daily. Mm-hmm. Actually, just even now, they're all like, you know, in support, knowing that I'm going to do this interview. Aww. And it, it, it warms my heart that I, I'm so ready that when everything kind of is like much better in a sense that we could travel, I can actually yeah. hang out and like you know, go on photo walks or, you know, go to LA and meet up with Chris or something like that. Yeah. So I'm just like ready for that. Um, And at the same time that we all kind of 
feel the same way that we want to just like keep making videos it's not like a competition like i feel like we're all sisters in a sense and yeah that just makes me happy like to be honest like i have more male friends than female but now i think it's like balanced out more now that's great Uh, and i and i think it's because i needed to find people who were just like-minded like me and so yeah that made me realize like it doesn't necessarily mean like the gender of some sort it's more of like i think i just had to find more people who were just in the same interests uh, as me and then creative juice happened funny enough chris is the first person i ever talked about this (laughs) idea with and i told her i was like i'm nervous can we like facetime can i like talk to you about this idea and so creative juice was an idea that i thought to myself i watched so much so many youtube videos and i told myself that sometimes i just want to know more about them not in a stalker sense but i just want to know what they do in their everyday life i know people have to follow branding in in a sense of like marketing themselves but sometimes it's like it's just too robotic it's the same yeah. format and template and i wanted to just like have a casual conversation with them and so that's when i came out with the idea of creative juice where it's just like I would reach out to people who are just doing creative things I don't want to just like limit it to film photographers but I just wanted to pretty much focus on getting to know them see how they think and hopefully that people who do watch the episodes that they resonate to whatever it is that we are talking about or that they feel that they're not so alone with whatever concepts or ideas or what they do in their everyday life yeah yeah, so that's great. huge. That's huge because I, I think about that with us, mm-hmm. analog talk, and with my own little personal stuff that I do, like my little single podcast that I do. And, and it's tough because you can so easily get pigeonholed in we're just the film photography podcast, which right. I'm totally 100% down with because I, I, you know, I love this community and I don't know what I would do without this podcast and without the people that, you know, like, like you said, like I've made so many people mm-hmm. that I DM and message on the daily, like people that are in Singapore, people that are, yeah. you know, it's just like insane what happens when you just kind of reach out, put your little flag up that says, you know, I'm one of you type, yeah. type deals. And I don't know. It's just, I don't know where I was going with that really, but it's, uh, it's you have cool a lot of you're... friends around the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm balling right now on friends on the <laughs> on the Instagram. No, it's just saying like it's it's so easy to be just one thing and I'm glad that you are reaching out and getting kind of different sides even if it is a film photographer you being like you know, like we were just laughing about before we got on here, skateboarding, you know, yeah. like it's it, it's really cool to know what gets people going, you know, like because you can really burn out if you're just like film photography all day long. I mean, not that right. I'm not that guy, but it's it's easy to just kind of fry yourself when when you just kind of focus on one thing. Yeah, no, totally. I, I totally agree with the idea that you could definitely burn out with talking about the same topic or you don't want it to just have your friendship focus on just that genre either. Either. And right. yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm like, what is it about you besides that? <laughs> that maybe we probably <laughs> could definitely bounce back and talk about. Yeah. Cool. I love your series too. I I catch myself sitting through like three episodes, especially when we were like, let's get Joan back on the show. Like I was just yeah. like binging through all your videos yeah. again, just being like, oh, dude, look at, how, <laughs> look at how far you've come since yeah. the last time we've had you on the show. Like, what an amazing well, progress. Well, this is why I appreciate you too. Like, seriously, I'm not even trying to, like, gas you guys up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly really admire the fact that it takes a lot of effort to create YouTube videos. It creates, uh, it takes a lot of effort to get a guest on here, mm-hmm. like, especially, for example, like, Analog Talk, and know, do your research on whoever it is that you're talking to so creative juice like it's casual but also you still have to put in the work to mm-hmm. know what yeah. you're talking about with these people yeah so where do you see what's next for a youtube channel i know i feel like you're putting out content like every day and i'm like damn joan what's next <laughs> i think a lot of people ask me that question and i also <laughs> am trying to keep it together because mm-hmm. i'm always working on a lot of things before it was easier the beginning of covid i was doing i'm still in school in my last year but it wasn't so hectic as it is now which we will find Mm -hmm. out later but (laughs) for me i support so many youtubers like i have 
and they're my friends. And yeah. at the same time, like we, we all notice the same kind of template format. And for me, the way how I go about my YouTube channel has just always been what is going on in my life. So for example, a recent video that I uploaded was about mental health. It just happens that September is National Suicidal Prevention mm -hmm. Month. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to focus on that just because that also is very core, dear to my heart. And I'm not just going to just go on to another camera review. I just want to like go by whatever it is that is happening in my life. And I think that's what makes it more authentic to whatever it is that I'm making, not just like following whatever is trending and then just doing that. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that's the issue for me. Like when I don't put out content, it's because I'm like, well, I don't have anything photography related. I never really like you have to like, you know, it's your YouTube channel and you can do whatever you want, <laughs> you know, and I think that's important to remember, especially if you're, you know, talking about something like mental health, because that's that's huge and that could help a lot of people. Yeah. So that's really cool. You inspire me, Joan. I got to get my thinking cap on for my channel. <laughs> Thank you. It, it means a lot that for every, I honestly, this, I don't even publicize this, but I guess I'll do it on the, on the podcast. <laughs> but I do get a lot of DMs from people who watch my videos and they tell me, Joan, your videos really helped me. It either A, wanted me to get into film photography or B, it made me want to speak out about my thoughts and be open about my feelings. Like I was just like, how do you re like respond to those heavy kind of questions or, or comments? Yeah. And for me, I also have to wa like watch out too, because I'm not necessarily a professional in <laughs> um, doing mental health and talking right. about that. But I also still want to show support because that person is coming. It takes a lot of effort to even reach out to someone and be like, yeah. hey, Joan, like this is what's going on. And so for me, I try my best to put out videos, but also follow up with the people who do reach out. I don't want to just like leave it unread. Right. And then I feel like my videos either a maybe gave them hope to like reach out so that's like a whole responsibility in itself too mm -hmm. true mm -hmm. see i i love that i love the the interaction with the comment section of a video or even like an instagram post or dm or something like that like there's just something so so much fun i had i just released a new zine and i had somebody Congrats. message me <laughs> thank you thank you i just had somebody message me they dm me after they purchased my zine and they're like hey i i just wanted you to know like i'm getting this because you're a genuine person like i reached out to you years ago and you answered my question and it honestly meant it, it meant a lot to me that you were like not just gonna let it sit in like yeah. the you know that little section of your dms where it, <laughs> if you know it goes to that area where we don't have to look at it if we don't want to if it's people that don't follow us or we don't follow them and and i always spend at least like 30 minutes each day kind of just flipping through there and being like oh this is a stupid ad or this is some you know bogus thing oh wait here's an actual person that's asking a question and if i can help answer them because you know we all had questions that needed answered about this stuff if it's not photography related or life related or what you know what i mean like it's just cool to be there and like you said it, you do have to be careful of the advice you give because i might know a decent amount of film photography stuff but again i'm not a pro trust me people tell me all the time in my video comments <laughs> that i'm not a pro and it's uh it's just fun to be kind of it all comes back to what we were talking about a little bit ago of just like having friends in the community. Yeah, having stuff. friends yeah. in the community. It's cool. Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> the fact that you just never know who you're going to come across or interact with. But at the same time, it's just it's a, it's a great feeling that someone out there, obviously, I don't feel like I'm a celebrity and by no means, <laughs> but the fact that people look up to yeah. whenever mm -hmm. you upload a video and stuff, they look forward to that. It, it does give a lot of pressure, but at the same time, it feels rewarding because, you know, someone's like looking forward to whatever it is that you're going to make right. next. So, Joan, what's going on with your photography? How's that been going? What's going on? Yeah, I know you got a lot of. I want to hear all the things. So it's so weird because I don't like making COVID episodes. You yeah. know what I mean? It just feels. <laughs> I was been, thinking that the last yeah. one we did. Yeah. Same, same. So I feel like every episode is like, "How are you doing in yeah. COVID?" <laughs> but that's the time, man. Uh, that's where we're, we're at right it, now. We're in it. I know. Yeah. No. I, I definitely understand. I don't even know where to start. During this time, especially beginning of COVID, for me, I honestly was torn if I should go out or mm -hmm. not. Should I make YouTube yeah. videos? I think I think everyone definitely felt like that. But obviously, at the same time, 
we can only do so much staying home and quarantine. So when the Black Lives Matter protests were going on, honestly, for me, I just could not just repost stuff. I mean, to each their own, everyone does what they can to to do something about it. But for me, I told myself I needed to go out there and support in however I can. And so I literally bought, I mean, I shot film and I also bought a Fuji X100F just to have like a quick like street photography camera to bring around. And so I brought my Super 8 camera and it's interesting because every time I like take it out, everyone's like, what is that? <laughs> like, it's like a whole... Oh like, yeah, I know the game. Anytime you yeah. bust out a Super 8, people are like, what? Yeah, and especially when you start filming, it makes like this weird <laughs> noise that people are like, are you doing something right now? And so when it comes to using my Super 8 camera, I literally just bought a few days ago, a few days prior to the first protest I went to. And luckily here over in Jersey City, it was a peaceful protest, despite us being really close to New York City. And at that time, that was when all the looting was happening. And so for me, shooting in Super 8, that was the first time I, I, I filmed with I believe 200D and I didn't know what was going to happen I just wanted to document the protests and what was going on and then I sent it off to Burbank out of all places (laughs) in California and because a lot of labs were either closed and the one that I usually go to in New York City was closed so I did that I was like whatever happens happens I hope it gets there safe and then getting the scans back I was surprised, like everything was exposed, like correctly, it was focused. And then that's when I put the Super 8 film together. And then a news reporter here in my city found it and then said that he wanted to, you know, write about it and put it in the oh, paper. And I've never been in a newspaper. <laughs> so I literally was like, do people still read newspapers? <laughs> but they also have like a mm-hmm. website online. So it was just pretty surreal to just like go into a bodega and then see yeah. a newspaper and you see like my name and my picture there. And, you know, my mom bringing it. She works in a nursing home. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just nice to see like all my like friends also like pick up a copy it's just it, it it's, it's just the fact that I made something, didn't know what would come out, and then the fact that it was about something that was very like important, and then it's just still kept spreading, you know, to other people who probably might not know about me or what I do. So was, that was like a whole surreal moment already during that time of the Black Lives Matter movement. And then another thing that happened was Lomography gave me their simple use film camera. A disposable camera all black and white and they were just telling me to just do a video review about it and I literally was like okay cool uh I don't know when I'll do it but it'll be soon because <laughs> I don't like to leave people hanging mm-hmm. and then so literally I'm telling you like this is not planned I- I'm so <laughs> something about me I'm really into skateboarding I'm not by no means a pro but I cruise and my friend told me hey there's like a skateboard Black Lives Matter protest in Harlem today at four and let's say it was like 1 p.m. I saw that message I asked myself do I go do I not go and then I told myself let's go (laughs) like I need to go because this is like kind of once in a lifetime hopefully I don't ever want this to happen again and so I drove to Harlem and then I brought the simple use film camera and then I documented. I even got hit by a skateboard <laughs> um, by by like taking out my camera out of my camera bag. And so, I mean, the skateboarder said he apologized. It was Aww. I'm okay. Yeah, but the fact that I literally went up. I, I know some people don't like to go up to people and ask for permission, but I'm the type of person I can't take someone's portrait without asking right. permission. And I and that's I, I feel like an icebreaker because that also gives you an opportunity to ask them like hey what's your Instagram and you never know who you might meet so that's what I did I met a bunch of skateboarders and they all had protest signs and it was just it's it's a whole nother deal when you see a regular protest and then this is just like all skateboarders protesting and then seeing them in the streets of New York City so I documented that with a disposable camera not knowing how that would turn out Mm -hmm. And I also went to Soho to document a lot of... So Soho, if you're not familiar with New York City, is like an area that has a lot of high-end stores. Right. And so 
the high-end stores after the looting they definitely like boarded up their stores but then what i've found out when i reached out to these artists that were like making murals and paintings all over these boards that were covering up these high-end stores they said that the landlords were hiring them to draw art and i was like because you know at first i was like this is kind of graffiti or or is this illegal i don't know but asking them if i could document them with the disposable camera and then asking them like how does this work like how did you get to put art on these stores let's say like a louis vuitton store they're just like oh the landlord's gave us permission which i thought was really nice because it's like making art out of what is going on beautiful actually yeah yeah so after so after that after finishing my role and then dropping it off at the lab literally i didn't know how it would turn out and i always get a contact sheet after i develop my film just because i get so excited i'm like i want to see how (laughs) it looks like even (laughs) if i don't have the scans yet and then i made a youtube video review about using the simple use film camera and i sent it to lamography not knowing that afterwards i would get an interview about Mm. what my whole process was and then to even add it, my my <laughs> friends who are also part of the newsletter, they highlighted my video and were like, oh, featuring YouTube master Joe <laughs> Michelle. And I was like, what are you guys talking about? I am not a YouTube oh, master. Oh, man. But it was just cool that like, even it wasn't just like an interview it even still like grew from Mm -hmm. that so like what more like i i just felt so many emotions just like all of this happening at once during that during the whole black lives matter process movement yeah it really says a lot about putting hard work into something whether it's your photography or your filmmaking or youtube or whatever whatever it is anybody's putting their their heart and soul into the reward of just like even a little bit of notoriety is like makes you want to cry i I know the feeling joan for sure. I just want to add just the fact that you should literally trust your yes. gut. For sure. Yeah. For example, like you just feel like something's going to happen, even if you don't know what mm-hmm. it is. Just like go for it, even if you don't come out with anything. It's just like, I guess the same concept with having like a large format camera. Like you're gonna, you don't know what's gonna happen taking two shots, yeah. let's say, but like, hey, if you get one yeah. good shot, you don't know where that one like photo is gonna go. Like I totally re- resonate with that. Also, like, even if you're, like, afraid. I, I remember when I first, Timothy and I got together to do the show, like, our first episode. I, I, and please don't go back and listen to it because I'm sure I sound like <laughs> a frightened child. But, you know, I was, oh, yeah. you know, we were scared. I was nervous. We were nervous, especially YouTube. I couldn't even talk on camera the first video. But now, like, it's something that, that I love to do. And if, if you're afraid of something, it, but you you know it's, like, in your heart, something you yeah, want to do. Yeah, that's even more of a reason to do it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Anything, whether it's photography related or what, like I said, like you yeah. want to start, start write a book, but you're afraid nobody's going to read it. Who cares? Write a book. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, 100 percent. I always tell people it's not about the mm-hmm. likes. It's not about how many views, even if one person, let's say if Timothy watches my YouTube <laughs> video, that means a whole lot more than zero. Man. <laughs> For yeah, sure. I, I forget where I heard it. It was recently. Maybe it was on Kyle. Um, the contact the, yeah contact yeah. sheets where he was talking about um you know we we tend to forget that a hundred people or a thousand people is a lot of people yeah. you know what yeah. i mean like yeah. just think about that many people in a room you yeah. know like that is a lot of people yeah. and just to just to get caught up in numbers it, it makes you so miserable when you're just sitting there like looking at the numbers and likes and the the dislike button you know you could have 27 thumbs up and that one little damn thumbs down will be like oh my god like who what what did i do wrong like this video is great you know like it'll ruin your day if you let that stuff affect you but if you i've really been trying to step back and especially like coming back to youtube after mm-hmm. not doing it for so long you know i'm not getting the 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 clicks that i was before like when i was at like my prime of doing it twice a week once a week you know just the fact of doing it there's nothing better than hitting upload or or hitting like posting something, you know, and just being proud of it, regardless what happens to it. Right. Like it's it's not about that. And once you kind of just like shake it off and realize that it's not about that, and you're like, it's about actually doing something. And especially during Great, these times yeah. where we're all like locked up inside all day, or you know, scared to go here or to hang out with people. Like I do not know what I would do if I was like not 
out taking pictures at night on my right. little walk at night or even with my little single podcasts that I do. Like I, I'm literally walking and talking. I probably look like a maniac around town, <laughs> just like like having a conversation to myself. I mean, thankfully nowadays a lot of phone calls happen with you know, earbuds in and it, it doesn't look as crazy as it used to, but just pushing yourself to do things is is very important, you know, and if Joan, if you wouldn't have taken that chance, if you wouldn't have been like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to Soho or I'm going yeah. to wherever to, to do these photos, like you'd still be sitting there just being like, damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'll just be sitting and looking on Instagram yeah. like, wow, someone <laughs> yeah. else did yeah. it and not exactly, me. Yeah. Exactly. And real quick, man, I just have to shout out Lomography. Like yes. they are, they're the goat, man. Like yep. they are just so good. They're coming out with new stuff for this community all the time. They're like, genuine mm -hmm. and like sweet i made a little thing on my instagram the other day and i was just like love these guys and they're like we love you too and i'm like what <laughs> just said that to me you know what i mean like it's it's insane it's insane. yeah i was just gonna say that i don't even own a four by five camera <laughs> and i just bought the four by five insects <laughs> yes I bought it just because I told myself this will like force me to go like I, I worked with a four by five when I first started photography mm -hmm. school way back when. But I'm just like, oh, maybe this will like get me into it again. Same. Yeah. Actually, um, I've been around large format because of work more more often. And just the quality of taking a portrait on a four by five is like, dude, it's insane. Bananas. It's insane. Yeah. Whole game changer. An eight by ten. Mm -hmm. Forget about it. That's like even more. So yeah, that's a that's a beast. I'm gonna have to tackle at some point in time. I think a four by five is in my future. Maybe. I mean, with that back though, too. Like, I mean, what a genius idea! And that literally came out of nowhere. Like, I wasn't expecting anyone to do that. Yeah. I was just doing a whole bunch of research on how to do instant the long drawn out way, like where you take it out of the pack and you put it in the in the negative holder. And like, I I kind of when they did my little interview for testing out the back. I was explaining like how tedious that is and just the fact that they released something where all you have to do is press a button like yeah. I mean come on and I was shooting like every day with my 4x5 camera when I had that too so I mean definitely a a needed market and the price isn't $400 like thank god they could have yeah. easily charged a fortune for that and yeah. it is like a reasonable I mean they're they're killing it Lomography I love you we love, love you Lomography you. <laughs> yeah we love you so I know you have more exciting news, Joan. We're not letting you off the hook. Keep here. it coming, Joan. Keep yeah. it coming. Okay. I know. I know. I'm literally going here. Okay. I'm trying to say, do we... Yeah, I guess we, we could go down the, to the Ilford route. Yeah, yes. I'm excited about this. Yeah, <sighs> me too. So, so pretty much this is a big reveal. Hopefully, after you listen to this interview, you'll go on Ilford and check out what I'm about to talk Aww. about. So a year ago, 2019... Just so we have some record here, yeah. of what time we're talking about. I I noticed that Ilford had a my film story series on their YouTube channel where they focus on they focus on an individual photographer that shoots obviously Ilford, <laughs> and yes. at the same time they're based out in the UK and every photographer they were featuring was literally from Europe. And so I was like, Ilford, I've known them forever right. since like I was shooting, you know, film and then uh, using the darkroom and printing with Ilford photo paper. I was just like, there's a whole market here. How have they not featured a My Film Story series like with somebody yeah. here? And at the time, even till now, I don't think I'm a big YouTuber at all. But I just was like, I have a YouTube channel. I have credentials that I could like, you know, hype myself up and they hopefully will notice. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> and so I honestly just went on their website and I re I emailed them. I said, hi, I'm Joan. And I watch your My Film Story series, which is like amazing. And for me, I'm such a sucker for people who make movies that are foreign because all their My Film Story series episodes are like subtitled because yeah. yeah. they don't speak English. Right, right, right. And so I was like, I'm based out here in America and I realized you've never done a feature on someone here. And then so I was smart about it. I actually made an ep like a my own commercial like spec just so that they could see like oh, dude, what it would look like if I was genius. featured. That is yeah. so smart. Because like I could just be all talk yeah. and then they're just like, eh, I don't know you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then so and then I attached what, my photography that I've shot with their Ilford film 
And then I was like, okay, I said it out to the universe. I have no clue if they're ever going to reply. I tried. <laughs> and then I want to say like a few weeks later, I got an email and I was like jumping up yeah. and down like a lunatic. And I was like, they were like, Joan, we're so interested in doing this. And they said that here are our notes from our editor, how you could improve your video. But after, you know, you like make it better, like we could like consider putting this up. And I was like, oh, my God, wow. like, this is like ridiculous. Yeah. And I held this secret for so long. <laughs> this is probably like even before our first analog. No way. Oh, wow. Joan, are you kidding? Damn. Yeah. This is what happens when you work with like clients and NDAs. Oh, yeah. No, that game too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like you work on these cool things and you just can't say anything. So... And I also don't know if you guys are also believers of like, you have this like great opportunity, so you don't want to jinx right. it. So you oh, just try yes. to tell anyone. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm like that. So I literally was like, okay, got these notes on, from Ilford. Now what do I do? So I hired a DP and I was like, hey, this is the commercial I made. I was like, can you help me make it like better? Can we like refilm everything? This is exactly like how I want it. Here's the storyboard. So we literally went around New York City and reshot the whole thing. Every person that is featured in the video are people I just met on the wow. spot. I saw like a security guard. I'm like, hey, can I take your photo? <laughs> I was like, hey, this is girl walking. Can I take your photo? And the two parts in the, in the video that I really love the most is probably I got to talk about my dad mm. and how my dad is a big part of just my life and especially in my photography career. And then the second thing is... I talked about this on the first episode. Uh, I mean, the first interview that I did with you guys, I go to a local lab in Brooklyn with this Chinese family yeah, that runs yeah. it mm -hmm. uh, called Accurate Photo. And so they didn't even know. Like, I didn't even give them a heads up. <laughs> I just... I, after after I, I finished my role that I shot for the video, I, I just took a train, I took the subway there. And then I asked them, I was like, hey, I'm doing a video for Ilford. Can I just document the same interaction we would yeah, have yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> on a regular of just like developing film and stuff? And then so they're in it and they haven't even seen it yet. Wow. So I'm so excited to show it to them. Like, I even want to cry even thinking about it. Uh, you'll see just like, just how heartwarming it's like their reactions are. And I even took a photo of them. So their photos in the video, it's like a whole thing. So the fact that after that, piecing the video together and then making a rough cut and then Ilford having to just approve it and then adding the title cards and shout out to Vince Perry Jr. <laughs> because if you don't follow him on YouTube, you should. Yeah, Vince kills it, he, man. Vince... Uh, was the editor for my video. Oh, cool, cool. Uh, long story short about Vince and I. So Vince has been following me on YouTube forever, apparently, and I've never watched this channel. <laughs> <laughs> and I've always just noticed his icon, and I was like, there's this some Vincent guy following me on YouTube and always commenting on every single video, <laughs> and I've never thought to myself to, like let me click on his name and when i did i was like wow this guy actually has a bigger following than mm -hmm. i do and i was like what what is he doing watching my channel <laughs> and his channel focuses on film photography also but he definitely has a different aesthetic than mine and then when i reached out to him i said hey you make these dope videos on youtube i was like i love your editing i was like can you edit my ilford video and i told him i was like it has to be a secret you can't tell anyone and then so i sent him let's say like 80 gigs of footage wow. like a lot Dang. yeah and i said to him um, i was like i don't know if you have the capacity or space to take all of this <laughs> and then yeah literally we that is why we became closer friends because it's not because of youtube it's because we were working so much on this ilford video that honestly obviously we have to go back and forth and talking about how to improve it and then now he's like number one hype man he's always like john you ready you ready for this for that and he's always saying how he's Aww. proud of me and i really it it, it it warms my heart like i said like you meet people on youtube but like you never know who these people will yeah. be for you right. in the future so now the fact that ilford approved of the whole video altogether. so just kind of like what we spoke about earlier a few days ago i woke up and i saw Ilford in my email on my phone <laughs> and I was like what is this about the person who talked to me from Ilford said hey here's the link I want you to proof it and make sure that all the 
like writing in the description is like correct. So seeing it on the Ilford yeah. channel already is mind blowing. Like I wanted to cry so badly. I literally was just like all the hard work. It's not like it was like one, two, three. This video just like went on their channel. Right, right, right. It's like it's it's been a year and seeing it just like knowing that it's gonna come out you know any day now i just was like oh my gosh it's gonna go crazy like in my head just to even see like the 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 label you know it's just not like some whatever video (laughs) that i make so yeah it's just that that's so surreal just now that a female photographer who is you know asian i guess you want to say (laughs) and is from north america from new jersey is going to be like the first person represented you know, with Ilford for this My Film Story series, just mind-blowing. Man. Yeah, so I'm just uh, so psyched about it. Congratulations, Joan. That's, I mean, really, that's really something to be proud of. And I love that you kind of, you you had the vision for it and you presented it to them because that takes a lot of guts. And it's also, you know, it's a good way to even book clients if you, if you, you know, like present like, hey, I'd want to shoot your brand. This is what it will look like. You know, it's just a in- interesting way of, of going about it. And I'm glad it paid off for sure. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm telling you, anyone who's listening to this, don't ever hesitate about whatever crazy idea shoot you have. Uh, yeah. Honestly, like you feel like there are days that you're like, no one notices me. I haven't done much. And you just never know. Like tomorrow you could be somebody mm-hmm. and my mom always tells me that about my love life, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> that you, like right now you have nobody, and tomorrow you might have meet that's some true. the love of your life. That's true. No. So <laughs> so yeah. So literally, like I'm. Uh, that's just my biggest like two cents. If you like don't listen to this whole interview, it's just the fact that you should just go for it, whatever it is that you want to do. For real. Life's too short yeah. not to, right? What a what mm-hmm. a difference though. Like from our our first time we had you on the show to now. And I mean, even your attitude. I remember before we got on to talk for the first time and you know Chris being because Chris knew you guys met and talked and stuff before I didn't know I didn't know of you at that point until she pointed you out and you know at that point the world was just so damn stale like I I know all the drama and all the chaos that's Mm -hmm. ensued in the past like half a year you know what I mean like it's been devastating to watch but I honestly think there is going to be something really good that's going to come about all this negativity and bad shit you know like it might not be tomorrow that the sunshine and and that we're all in a great place but like i just remember how upset you were at the fact that like women were just like not a factor on youtube you know that you were just getting looked over and you know there really weren't that many girls like now look at how many people were on the on on youtube that that are just like that are girls and like honestly the guy i hate saying this because like i love you know the willems and the joes and the matt days and all these people like i love it you know like i look forward to those videos every week and but like it's it's honestly like a lot of the same you know like what there's not much more we can do with film photography you know what i mean mm-hmm. it being like a guy and i think about that all the time with my channel i'm like how can i do this different that it's not just another photo walk or that it's not just another like here's this product and i love it kind of video you know like that video that i commented on i think it was your nighttime where you were shooting film at night like with your yashika like dude i was so pumped i was sitting i remember i, I remember watching it i was sitting at starbucks and i was just like Dude, you know, we can easily let negativity and all the bullshit get us. You know what I mean? And it really, I mean, for me personally, like when I released my Leica M7 video, like I was so excited that I had finally did it. You know what I mean? Like I got my dream camera. I could give every other camera minus my RB67 away (laughs) and I could care less. You know what I mean? Like I I got it. Like I finally did it. I worked hard. I, I did everything I needed to do to get what I wanted. You know what I mean? And there is one person that can uh, easily come in I and just like, like are you gonna talk about the guy Ugh. yeah like i mean that shit will just like people don't understand like and i get it like we're in bad places sometimes like where we're having a bad day but the last thing i would ever do is be like oh you shouldn't have this and you shouldn't have that or how dare you put a voigtlander lens on a leica like that's the point of having a leica is the cla-. you know what i mean it's like yo i don't care like don't I feed let the trolls sh- i let that shit affect me and that was like my first video back after like almost dying and COVID. So like I I had like a new lease on life 
and I felt good. And it, and it, I couldn't even go back into the comments and thank the people that left awesome comments for me because of that one comment. You know what I mean? That one hate, that one thing. And I just like lost all muster again. I was like, I'm not doing this. Like, I yeah. don't need to put myself out there to do this. Like, I, I'm happy just shooting and doing my thing. And then like the more time goes on, you're like, it eats at you. It's like, no, I love shooting videos. Like, right. I love editing. I love stuff like that. And I, as long as you keep pushing, pushing yourself to do things that you love, good shit will come about. And Joan, you are a prime example. Yes. Look at the three things that you brought since we've been starting today. Like, I mean, come on. That's you're like the living example of, of what the hell I'm trying to say right here. Yeah, it's all about hard work, too. Well, it's all about. Yeah, like, exactly. Well, first off. Oh, no, I was just going to say first. I just want to say I, I didn't mean to cut you. <laughs> How dare you? No, no. I know. I, I, I just I had to say I was like, Tim, I, I just want to give you. a hug. Yeah. I, I, I really do. No, no, seriously. Like, even though we don't talk like every day or something, but obviously, like we all follow each other on Instagram or some sort of way. And I know that you've, you know, gone through a journey in itself. And like, it's easier said than done to say, like, to not get affected by people. Oh, yeah. I remember when, when he when he sent me that that message that he got, that I was like, no, Tim, don't don't be upset. Like, F this guy. Who cares? You know, but I was like, he's going to be in a. Yeah. In, upset and there's nothing to, you know you, it's hard it's hard to brush it off i know exactly yeah i always forget it's engagement like yeah. when they're thumbing down your video mm -hmm. it's still a good thing i hate to tell you that guys if you're listening to this when you thumb down the video it's it's sending a little thing to youtube saying somebody's watching this somebody's paying attention and somebody's engaging in it so they're gonna take your thumbs down and push your video to a hundred more people so hey. i mean Bring it. Bring All right, it. then. I didn't them. know that. Now I'm like, <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. care. Oh, I didn't know that either. Go ahead. Yep. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't hurt your video. That's why. There's a lot of tech YouTubers. I notice they do it. They're like, thumbs up if you like this video, thumbs down if you didn't, because it's like, oh, it's engagement. Hmm. Like, if you want to be like a real dick to people on YouTube, just don't do anything. Like, yeah. don't even watch the video. Right. Watch, I mean, <laughs> yeah. don't even give them the I mean, the that clip. adds another view. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Like, that's right. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> we're like we have to just rant yeah. all that yeah. <laughs> so so when does the ilford uh feature drop officially do, do you know a date yet tomorrow tomorrow, tomorrow. tomorrow. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. okay cool so we'll make sure to push it out on I'm all like, of our Ugh. socials um so literally uh here i go i'm telling you i wake up and i stare at my phone <laughs> i'm just like i'm like what is this yeah. now so the day after uh, i'm lost in my days still uh <laughs> today is tuesday mm -hmm. yeah. yeah okay so like yesterday yesterday i woke up and speaking of having friends all over the world in different time zones a different youtuber shout out to phil he literally dms me he's like hey ilford you're on the newsletter in the email newsletter what? and it's and it literally is like get ready guys we're gonna have a new video up soon for my film story featuring joan michelle and i was like <laughs> oh my god like <laughs> this is real real like now they're promoting it and then vince is like joan like when are we gonna promote like we should put a countdown i'm like dude stop yeah. <laughs> like you're getting me too anxious right now so but now that i know it's on their newsletter it's like it's coming it's coming soon uh but they said wednesday so that's, that's tomorrow great. so Dude. i just don't know if it's uk wednesday yeah. so that might be early. oh yeah you might yeah. get it like tonight or yeah, something maybe like midnight or something yeah. yeah time zones are so weird yeah so joan have you been collaborating with anybody recently anybody we know <laughs> so when it comes to collaboration it's one thing during covid you obviously should not be really meeting up with people and social distancing <laughs> but being safety and wearing masks funny story after listening to analog talk on an interview with ben from in an instant love you ben i literally love ben. I li <laughs> yeah i literally literally fangirled watching his channel mm -hmm. i was like the production yeah, is so high quality i was like where has this guy been like how come he just showed up in the youtube community <laughs> So when Ben mentioned the Polar Vision, I had to literally look up that video and watch it and like DM him and ask a bazillion questions about that, which honestly, he didn't even have to respond or go off and create a friendship with me. But honestly, it's one of the best things ever. Like, even though we are friends now, I still to this day, I tell him my fangirl. Yeah, about yeah, him. yeah. <laughs> and I told him, I said, hey, because we're like in the same area, I was like, one day, I hope I could see your studio, see like your setup. I'm just amazed by it all together, like get a tour. 
And by no means, I didn't think we're going to actually like collaborate and make a YouTube video together. I even said we could just like hang out and get coffee or something like that. I didn't want to push it, especially with COVID. And then after talking for months, and then also he did a Creative Juice interview, which now came out last week, I honestly was like, okay, I think we could like actually meet up. And funny enough, he asked me first. He was like, hey, like, are you free? I got all of these like Stranger Things merchandise. (laughs) Because he said that usually Stranger Things comes out with a new season during this Mm -hmm. time. And since the season didn't come out, I was like, he was like, maybe we could just like make something else. And so literally, if you watch Ben's videos, he's all about focusing on the brand. Everything is like on point. Oh, yeah. And, And so I drove up to his studio i met his lovely girlfriend and his friend matt and yeah we definitely had like a blast filming we wore outfits that were based from the time period the polaroids the cameras they're all stranger things branded i don't even know how he got all of these merchandise (laughs) and we also got to pretend to be like doing like what's that like we got to wear lab coats and like be chemists with the vials i told him like he made my mom proud because like i look like i became a doctor but not really (laughs) (laughs) so overall ben is not just an amazing person who makes youtube videos but he's also such a good friend somebody who definitely supports and as another person who hypes me up in like things that i work on so shout outs to ben and i i'm so glad that because of analog talk i would have never met him oh bringing people together <laughs> i love that dude he did like just bust out on the scene literally like, his production level i just remember i think i caught him like on his third or fourth video mm-hmm. in. i started getting on like his algorithm like his videos started coming in on my algorithm and i was just like like you just said where has this guy been yeah all yeah. my life yeah and and dude he's like one of the most fun people to talk to i probably talked to him at least a couple times a week through instagram and just just what a solid solid dude and i'm so glad that you two got to like collab on something when i was seeing that in the instagram stories i was like yeah that makes sense yeah (laughs) Yeah, like that makes sense (laughs) i don't know if uh, chris showed oh you maybe saw it on instagram but we were like eating lunch and i was like hey i was like i was like you want to know i'm going to do something really quick he's like what and i was like i'm going to facetime with chris (laughs) from analog (laughs) (laughs) and then she did answer and then i was like never mind and then later on she texted and she was like saying that she was going to call back and i was like okay i'm like i was like i'm gonna surprise her and then yeah and then she was like freaking out she's like i was like what are you guys doing i was like i had so much fomo I was like, I want to be there too. I know. Yeah, I know. We, we wish that you guys were both there because obviously, like I said, you guys were the reason why like we even got into like communicating. And so Aww. I was just like, oh man, next time there'll be like a, another crossover. Dude, the, first, the, first, the first time where like anybody's able to have like a meetup whether it's us or another, you know, outlet, we're all going to turn up so hard. Yeah, it's oh my gonna God. It's going to be like yeah. crazy. We have like 500 people at one meetup be like, we've been waiting yeah. two years to be able to hang out. Oh God, don't say two I years. Know. How sad. I know. Yeah, don't say. Uh, what are you working on now, Joan? What am I working on? What is happening in the bat cave? Yeah. <laughs> Let yes. us take a peek. So... First off, I want to shout out, there's this Black-owned mom and daughter film shop, in a sense, like online mostly. They're called BKIFI Films. Oh. They they make this experimental film, in a sense, where you could, they put designs on film. What? Oh, cool. Wow. Like hearts or flowers. It's kind of like the psychedelic film, in a mm-hmm, sense. Mm-hmm. And so another friend of mine, I'm telling you, there's too many shadows today. <laughs> if you follow this other film photographer, his name is Ray Christopher on YouTube. He's also another fellow black person. He reached out to me. He said, Joan, there's, there's this mom and daughter making this film in Brooklyn. Like you're in the area. He lives in Florida. He's like, you have a better chance to meet them in person. And so he was like, you should hit them up. And then so I contact two of my best friends. And I said, hey, we should make a YouTube video and also support them by buying their disposable cameras. So we bought the disposable cameras. And then instead of having them shipped to my house, I said, I want to meet you guys in person, interview you guys and make a YouTube video. So we picked up the disposable cameras from them in Brooklyn, interviewed them and just wanted to just find ways to like highlight and give a spotlight to people who 
like you guys, like you, you probably never heard mm-hmm. of them. And then now when the video comes up on my YouTube channel, it just lets other people know out there that, hey, this exists. Yeah. There's people out there who are trying to keep the film community like alive and trying to just make new things, not just the same products that we're always been using. Not like there's anything wrong with it, but like, yeah, it's just like people are just creating new things like for us to use to just like keep it going. And I just like any like small business, like you just easily make me want to support and like help out. I love that. So, so there's, there's that one. Okay, so this last two, I promise. <laughs> okay, so over the weekend, I dir- I directed a music video, all I shot saw in that. Super Eight. Yeah, cool. The I never, in a sense, it's always great when a client wants to hire you for things that you do. It's not like yeah. they're just like Joan. You can take photos because you're a photographer. So the fact that this artist supported the idea that he show he saw my black lives matter super 8 film and like i said in the story i that was the first time i ever even used super mm-hmm. 8 and to trust my talent i guess in a sense and my artistry and knowing how to use it hey guys editing tim here popping in from the future we had a little bit of a power failure during this recording so uh jen's little conversation here about working with her friend doing the video got erased unfortunately so i just wanted to pop in here so it wasn't extremely awkward jumping into the next segment but yeah my power shut down for a couple minutes had to restart my computer it was a complete mess and such a bummer that we lost this little bit of info but thankfully we were able to save the episode so cool cool but uh we're gonna pop back into the episode here and enjoy lastly for now what has been an update with me is that One of my professors, he's a director to a museum in Hoboken, New Jersey, and he asked me to be featured and have a photo exhibition of my Black Lives Matter photos next year. So I literally was driving and then seeing that text message. I was like, what is going on in the world? Like, there's just too many things happening. And I actually, small world, like, when obviously COVID wasn't happening, like, I went to Willem's exhibition in New York City and seeing his little thing with, like, but huge prints on the wall. And then I I supported buying his zine of uh, Coney Island. I still also bought his recent zine, too. I just was like, I could see myself doing this. Like, yeah. I hope one day I get to exhibit my work. But honestly, I didn't know at the time what I would be exhibiting. But mm-hmm. now that this whole Black Lives Matter with the Super 8 and then now with Lomography as well, it just keeps going. It's just like people still want to just like pretty much showcase my work from that. And so that makes me really happy. Man. Congratulations on all yeah, that. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you think thank you'll you, thank you. do you think you'll incorporate the Super 8 at all in into the Oh yeah, that'd be cool. The gallery? Like it'd be cool to like put it on a loop or something fun like that. Believe me, Tim, we think alike. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely had that in mind already. I said, where can I project my Super 8 Love film that. in this exhibit? Yeah. And there the there is so there's just something so satisfying and like fulfilling, even if it's just like an art crawl where you hang yeah. five pictures. Like yep. I used to do it every summer. I, I didn't do it this year because of COVID, obviously, but man, I, I forgot how cause putting my new zine together, I'm thinking like, what's the show gonna be to the zine? You know, because I always try to do like a little exhibition on on the zines that I put out and and then I was like, oh, wait, we don't do that anymore <laughs> right yeah. now. So I guess, I don't know. There's, it's just, there's something so much fun about it. Even if it's just like a little art, art scene or having your photos hanging in. I was thinking about since there's not like an art crawl anymore, maybe even going to local businesses and being like, hey, these are pictures of Franklin. Do you guys yeah. want to hang them up even just to, you know, or do you have a spot where you feature an artist every month or I don't know. It's just a, it's a really cool thing to see your prints up on a wall. No, definitely. I always tell everyone that the best feeling out of any type of medium to see your work in, especially photography is just seeing it in person, seeing it in a print. I feel so much more fulfillment than just seeing it on my phone or online of some sort. Yeah. There's, you know, there's, there's still like art galleries here in LA that are having shows. They're just not doing a reception. So we we went to one this weekend you know, you just have to wear a mask. Certain number of people were in there at the time. Yeah. And even just that was like, who were like looking at art. And I was like, ah, just I forgot how much I missed this stuff. You yeah. know, Cause we used to go to art shows all the time or photography shows and things like that. 
but it's just different nowadays, I guess, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. I've been definitely itching to go to a museum, but mm-hmm. I haven't. I've been still hesitant about the whole idea of like just a lot of people. Yeah. It scares me too. Yeah. We'll be right back with some listener questions for Joan right after this message from our sponsor. Support for Analog Talk comes from Polaroid. Use the promo code ANALOGTALK10 on your first purchase on film at polaroid.com. All right, John, so we're going to hit you with uh, some listener questions. We're going to do more than one since okay, we've got so many it. from you. So you ready? The first question comes from Leo Ganglang. He says, if you could pick only one format, would it be f- photography or filmmaking? That's tough. Yeah, it is tough. But coincidentally, Leo also is a YouTuber. He also does both. He does photo and <laughs> filmmaking. And uh, he's based in London. I call him Kuya because he's half Filipino, which means older brother. Aww. And... That's another soft spot again. (laughs) And so we definitely bond over filmmaking, so I would choose filmmaking. Wow. I don't know what I was expecting your answer to be, but that's cool. Yeah. Literally, I feel that photography was my foundation in doing anything with whatever it is that I'm doing now, but filmmaking is like where I'm at now, so that's why I feel that's like my final answer. Do you you think that like... (laughs) career-wise, you'll be more of a filmmaker in the future? For sure, because the focus that I'm doing that I just want to be known, hopefully just my title would just be a director. Cool. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Man. Cool. Great answer. Yeah, good answer. Next question. All right. Homie of the show, Mr. Chris Visser, he asked, you have a passion for both filmmaking and photography. Have there been skills earned in one medium that translate and advance your growth in the other? Other than the obvious, cinematography obviously is mainly concerned with light and composition like photography. Hey, Chris, thank you for asking that question. My response is pretty much when it comes to photography and filmmaking, since photography, like I said previously, is my foundation, photography is a still which... You can only do so much in a photo, but at the same time, what I've learned and helped me grow in my in terms of filmmaking is pretty much just being able to communicate and showcase my narrative mm. in a sense, because like I said, you can only do so much in a photo. And what makes a photo strong to me is definitely what you're trying to communicate. But what more if you could do it in a film video format? And so... I think that is what has grown in my work is just trying to execute the story to the audience and like letting them feel more of like what it is that I'm trying to like convey. And I'm just trying to think, obviously it's not nothing camera gear related, apparently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so just, yeah, just pretty much the message because that is what I'm just trying to, it's everyone sees things differently. And for me to be able to have you see what I'm trying to portray, that's like very important. I mean, it's also cool to see what other things, other things that people come up with. But if I get to showcase whatever it is that I'm trying to say, and then you get it, I think I did my job. It's great. Yeah, right on. Love that. See, I just wish my only video or movie or cinematography-esque stuff just comes from my YouTube. And I'm so worried about the photo that when we just talked about this like last episode i think where just like me setting up a shot for like a youtube video is so like last minute on my mind like i was realizing that my head was getting cut off of clips because it was like i just threw the camera down pointed it towards my direction like i really wish i had the chance to practice both but like i feel like if i would to to stop shooting photos like and I it happened before where I was just like I went to video for a while and just started making like little pointless like vlogs about my life just to learn the process and had so much fun and then I realized photography was like the last thing in my mind and I never kind of want to do that again because I want my main focus to be photography because that's like where the happiness really well i guess it comes from both yeah it Shit, does I, I don't know i don't know i think i was just gonna say <laughs> yeah. i was just like your vlogs are not pointless yeah that's <laughs> yeah. also like you're allowed to like both i think and if you're good at both that's even yeah. even better i always had like the dream of like directing something small someday just yeah like, oh a yeah lot of, a lot of photographers are directors you know even if it's just, like a music video or something just because you can put your creative like that part of photography into moving photos, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's essentially yeah. what it is. So that's cool. I don't know if you guys have been watching negative feedback lately, but George has been working a lot on his composition of 
the videos like he's setting up shots that look like a photograph but then you see like a tree moving and oh, you're like cool. oh wow cool, this cool. is really cool and he's doing these like crazy framing for his talking parts and stuff like he's really kind of combining the two in a yeah. way that's at least in our little community of like film photography you know cameras and fun stuff like that like he's definitely doing something different and i think it's it's a cool it's really piqued my interest and made me think about about it too so if you guys haven't been watching negative feedback lately maybe you should check out his i think it's like his last like three or four videos have been really framed up really cool he's he's really doing like a picture-esque kind of look for his videos it's a interesting coincidence that you mentioned that because my mental health video was inspired by george's video the way how he uh, yeah literally and and so that's what i've been doing on youtube a lot lately too is like trying to frame up different Mm-hmm. So I've been doing more wide shots, talking head mm-hmm, instead mm-hmm. of just like in front of the camera or like holding the camera vlogging. Right. And people notice that. And then also the aspect ratio. Like I literally was like playing around with that because I literally was like, yeah, you could always do like, you know, 1080. But I literally was like, what happened if I do this like crazy obscure rectangle? And then t- like yeah. I said, Tim was the first one who commented yeah. and was like, oh, no, <laughs> I was like, this was just an experiment. But then if he thinks it's dope. Then I was like, maybe I did something cool. Like, I don't know. Like I said, you just never know who's going to like come across it. So that's what I've been doing too. I've been like, uh, literally George is the one who inspired me Mm -hmm. to like try out different things with like my YouTube videos. That's cool. Yeah, definitely. So Joan. (laughs) Yes. Hi, Chris. (laughs) If you had to pick one camera for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? And if it could change from the last time, don't feel like you have to give the same answer. Or you can if you want. If that's your ride or die. But we still have like unlimited everything, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unlimited film, unlimited Best development. island ever. Yeah. Oh, man. I know last time I said my Ashika Mat 124G, which I still use till this day. I have not upgraded to an RZ67. Sorry, guys. <laughs> and uh, I feel I'm going to change my answer. Not just because I don't have any love for my Ashika. It's just the fact that I think it's still analog film, but I, I want to say my Super 8 camera. Ooh, I literally cool. Nice. I literally didn't think I would get attached to it as I am to it now. I would just see it and I and people creating their own Super 8 films and I know a lot of people have reached out to me saying like, "Oh, why would you shoot Super 8 or like any film related like camera at all because like, you know, it's expensive and stuff, especially yeah. what more if you're doing video than photos." But for me overall, it's it's so worth it. I'm uh, I'm not necessarily trying to convince you to go get a super 8 or shoot 16 but if you're into analog film still wise i think you should try to even for one time experience like taking super 8 i think you'll like end up loving it and then you'll be convinced to buy one and then we all are gonna have one (laughs) we'll all be broke (laughs) yes all together and we'll all be on ebay all trying to get the same camera (laughs) man Good answer, though. I think that's mm-hmm. a first for, for the podcast, which is, I always love when that happens. Yeah. We got one more for you. Okay, let's go. It's the uh, the white whale. It's the Moby Dick of the, <laughs> the questions. Uh, is there anything out there that you've had your eye on still that you haven't had a chance to shoot? Or that you want to own? Yeah. It's more I want to own than I haven't used it. Sorry, guys. Now it's not going to be the Leica M6 or the Mamiya 7. <laughs> that's okay. No, I know, but I, f- I remember that was like my answer last yeah, time, yeah. which is, I feel like a lot of people feel the same way. But for me to stick to the same category of analog film camera, but like for video, I've always wanted a Aton XR or a Bolex. So those are both 16 mm. millimeter oh, cameras. Wow. 16. Cool. And like... Shout out to skateboarding. But there's this <laughs> one photographer, filmmaker, he shoots skateboarding video still with a Bolex. Like, I'm like, wowed. Because, yeah. you know, that's like really hard to capture a skater oh, doing yeah. a trick and you don't even know it's guaranteed that he's going to land it and you're shooting film. <laughs> True. Never uh, thought about mind that. Mind blown. Yeah. So I respect that so much. And Hopefully, you know, one day land on Trasher Magazine or something yeah. and like, you know, do that kind of feature where it's like filming something for them. But like with the Bolex, that'd be a dream. Wow. Dude, two great answers. Yeah. I'm, I'm really stoked on those because I I always wanted to shoot 16. That's like a, 
a dream of mine to do something cool. And I mean, nothing beats 16 millimeter. I mean, eight millimeters is amazing, but you actually have like a lot of control with 16 millimeter. I mean, that's what they used for so long for things like that. So, yep. yeah. Awesome, awesome, don't, awesome. Don't, don't worry, Tim. We're going to go to Tennessee. <laughs> I'm going to go to Tennessee and then like bring the Bolex there. There you Do go. It. I'm ready. Well, Joan, this has been an awesome time catching up with you. Like we said before, we're super pumped for all the stuff that you've got going on. You're an inspiration to the community, especially oh, yeah. us women, like I said before. So thank us you women. for all that you're doing. <laughs> yes, us oh, women. Thank you so much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where can everybody check you out what's your where are your handles okay so before we even get to that the little funny joke around is that no one knows how to pronounce my middle name which is (laughs) m-i-c-h-e-l which is michelle it's just that my grandfather was named miguel and my dad thought he was slick by saying michelle and spelling it that way so it's joan michelle and uh when you look for me it's just literally my name uh joan michelle on instagram youtube Twitter has to have an underscore in the front because I don't know someone else took my name I guess maybe <laughs> and uh, my website is just literally joan-michelle.com there you go cool Timothy where are you guys head over to Instagram it's at Timothy makeups I also make film photography related YouTube videos easiest way to find it just go to the search bar type in Timothy makeups that's it for me Chris where are you so I am crispy photo on Instagram Twitter and YouTube we are analog talk pod on twitter analog talk podcast on instagram and we have a facebook group you can join and share stuff and talk to each other and yeah that's it yay joan <laughs> thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you this was this was so rad yeah oh, thank great. you Congrats you guys again. are the best oh Aww. my gosh i'm uh, so glad to be on here again and uh, yeah all right awesome. thanks, thanks everybody joan. we'll see you next time bye bye First off, we want to thank Joan for coming back on the show. Joan, we are so proud of you. And just, it was so great to hear all the things you got going on and just how excited and like what a breath of fresh air. Chris and I, after the show, when we wrapped, we were just like, dude, we're so proud of you. We're so proud of her. Like, we're just stoked for you. Joan, again, thanks. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Guys, that's going to take us to Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash analog talk. You can get the show two days early for just a buck over on our Patreon. Chris and I are also rolling out a bunch of, uh, we, we got some Patreon after shows. We're actually going to be doing Patreon only episodes too. Um, that's a new thing that, uh, well, it's not a new thing. It's something we've been talking about for a long time, but we're just going to be doing episodes just specifically for Patreon. Uh, we're going to be doing an after show over there. We're also going to be doing live streams. Uh, we figured out some sort of Zoom situation where we can get you guys in on a call with us. We can all kind of hang out and and do the do. So keep an eye out for that. And for all the Patreons who already helped support the show, guys, uh, we do not know what we would do without you. Like, thank you so, 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 so much from the bottom of our hearts. So yeah, that's going to wrap this week's episode. So until next week, guys, uh, keep doing what you're doing. Be shooting and all that fun stuff. And uh, yeah, we'll see you soon. Later.